Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Today, I am talking to one of my new kingdom friends, Rebecca Dawson from Indiana. She's a master level counselor and has been in the counseling space for over 10 years, is the owner of Simply Becoming, which is an online Christian mentoring and counseling service and loves helping women connect back to the truth and healing through counseling and prayer. She's married to her college sweetheart for 21 years and they have three awesomely adventurous boys ages 17 down to 11 who fill her heart with joy and her laundry room with a stinky, sweaty aroma. (laughs) You're not going to want to miss this one. But before we dig into all of that, I want to make sure you know about my new and amazing Bible verse memory cards for girls. I have four girls and one thing I want them to know is how much God loves them. I designed them with my seven-year-old in mind and would love nothing more for them to bless your daughter too. That they become written on your daughter's heart as she grows, that she develops a deep knowing of who God is and how he works, what matters to him, and that she knows who she is in him from the start. That as you train and teach her about God and his character, that she loves being in his presence and becomes confident of her trust in him. You can shop today and the first 20 people will save an additional 20% off plus get free shipping when they order two or more sets. You can shop at HeidiBrom.com forward slash shop and use code FRIENDS20. That's all caps, FRIENDS20 to get an additional 20% off, but hurry as I only have a limited number of coupons left. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom world changer, and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. All right, here we go. Yay. I love having other kingdom moms and friends on my show because God works in incredible ways, putting us in each other's paths at just the right moment. And we have here today, Rebecca. She is a new friend and we connected after my interview with Sarah Mater. If you haven't listened to Sarah's interview on becoming the woman who God says you are, even through rebellion as a young Christian, trials as a new mom or overwhelm with starting to homeschool, go check it out. If you haven't listened to that one, it's episode number 16 and it's fire. So Rebecca is, we have a mutual friend there through Sarah. So she is a Jesus lover, a business owner of Simply Becoming, which is an online Christian mentoring and counseling service. She is the founder of Blue Room Publications, and she has been in the counseling space for over 10 years, which she is going to share more about. But her passion is working with adolescents through adult females and gently leading them back to truth and healing through counseling and through prayer reminding women of who they are and who they are created to be. Just amen over all of that. I knew I had to have her on the show to share her story, her practical knowledge and wisdom, her path in helping women familiarize themselves with the truth they have forgotten over the years and doing it all God's way. So welcome, Rebecca. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. 
Yay. All right. So if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about you, what lights you up, what your hobbies are and how you like to spend your free time. Sure. And you know, what's funny is these questions are the hardest ones to answer (laughs) because I don't ever put thought into these. So it was, it was great questions to think about like what lights me up. And so I was asking the Lord about that before we got on and it was just so much his heart, you know, what lights me up, Lord, it's your heart. So whatever that looks like, and for this season in my life, of course, my family is a part of that. My husband and my three boys who range from uh, 17, we have, well, we have a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an 11-year-old, and they definitely fill my home with so much joy, but my laundry room with so much stinky aroma. So love, love being a boy mom and my sweetheart of 22 years. Yeah, just enjoy being with them, whether it's cheering at their games or going on a date night with my hubby or just hanging out, Um, just enjoy being together. And then the other big aspect of what lights me up, and this is where my heart beats so strongly, is watching women become all that they're created to be, which is the essence of simply becoming of what I do. And I love, I love watching the flames, the fiery flames of their gifts start to ignite. I love watching women heal and, and being a participant in that. And there is so much joy to be had in watching women set free. So it's so exciting for me. Then in my free time, well, that is, I am a cheerleader at heart, um, something that I probably uh, turned away from for a few years. And just because I thought it was probably a part of my personality that was a little too much and, you know, learning to come to terms of accepting that that is a gift of encouragement. So a cheerleader at heart, I love sunsets. I love to read and to run. I am a craver of quiet. I love to be quiet, even in my loud household. I love to find little places where it's quiet. I love to serve. I love to serve alongside with my family. And I would say prayer is my love language. I totally make that up, but that is... (laughs) This is my heartbeat. So in a nutshell, that is me just enjoying life and people and relationships. Thank you for sharing. Married for 22 years. That is incredible. And like the time just flies by. My husband and I will be celebrating 19 years this year, even though we've been together for 23 years. And so it's just like, where does the time go? We've been together, I think, more than we've not been together in our lives at this point. Um, Isn't that amazing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. So, and I just love, you know, that it really lights you up just helping women step into their own over the years, how we kind of, I don't want to say morph, but we forget, you know, as we take on all these roles and wear all these different hats and it's like, we were Heidi before, you know, we were Rebecca before and those passions and those desires of our heart that God put there, bringing those out into the light. So I love that. Okay. Next, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do for a living? We mentioned the counseling, just sharing that maybe a little bit more on your journey to getting to where you are today. Absolutely. I'd love to. I've been a counselor for over 10 years, but I've done it in different, probably a lot more than 10, but I've done it in different spurts. So right out of college, I worked at a crisis pregnancy center for a short, a very short spurt, and then went and worked in the school system for several years with elementary through high school students. And then my journey took me home where my dream job was to go home and be with my family and to raise our boys. But I always kept my foot in the door for 
counseling and teaching opportunities and little things that the Lord would just bless me with because it was something that I was still passionate about. There was something about still being involved that it was so good for me, just so healthy to kind of have my own thing still. And what I found over the years was I counseled through my church just part-time and sometimes so part-time that I think they wondered what I was doing. <laughs> it was so, so few hours, but um, did that for a few years and taught at our Christian college, our local Christian college for probably t- nine to 10 years. And that was really a catalyst for so much of what I do today. Just fell in love with those college kids that just grappled with life's tough questions. And I I loved that part, but I found that I loved teaching and I loved being able to bestow the, I guess, the wisdom that God has given me, uh, which sounds, you know, a little bit on the arrogant side. And I don't mean it that way. It's just, you know, I believe that as we study and as we learn and just sit before the Lord, you know, he gives us little nuggets and just being able to bestow those on young men and women was just such a gift and an honor. And just watching God use that time And then a few years ago, about two and a half years ago, I really kind of thought I was done with counseling. I thought, oh, I'm not going back to that. I'll just kind of do whatever and was doing a couple of different side jobs and doing different things, subbing in the schools to be with my kids and and just different things like that. And I felt like I had a friend who had a counseling ministry and she had asked me if I would want to consider joining her and basically gave me the job on the spot. And it was one of those things where I was like, Lord, what are you doing? I didn't think I'd ever be back in this realm. When I hired on with them, because of course I felt like the Lord then was like, yes, here you go. I remember sitting in my interview saying to them, I'm not going to be here long. I know I'm called to work for myself. And I you know, really had no idea at that point that it was going to be working for myself and counseling, but I just thought I'm going to work for myself. This is, <laughs> this is I'm just this independent thinker that I, I need to be doing this for myself. And uh, long story short, Simply Becoming was birthed out of that in 2020. And Simply Becoming is my virtual online mentoring or counseling business. It is a place where I feel like it's a safe place for women to heal, but to call them to so much more. And that is the gorgeous piece of who our God is. He picks us right where we're at, but he doesn't leave us there. And I think that is the heartbeat of Simply Becoming is allowing women to become, whether they're adolescents or adult women, and some of the women I work with are even in their 60s, of just calling them at that point to more of their identity and more of who they are created to be. So it is a very, very gorgeous journey. And something that kind of came out of unexpected for me, like this was, I wasn't seeking this. It wasn't what I was looking for, but oh my words, is it my passion? Absolutely. So it's been a real joy to walk with women and to watch women heal. That's amazing. I was going to ask you, you know, your passion is reminding women who they are and who they're created to be and just how that unfolded for you. So thank you for sharing that. And man, I just hope that my kids, after they go to college, you know, if that's the path they choose that, they have someone they can connect with. As a parent, we hope there's this transfer of wisdom while they are in that next phase of their life, right? And they can run across people and that are going to help them along their journey. So I'm sure it was very much appreciated that you were in that space for the time that you were. And it's kind of funny you mentioned about working for yourself and you just knew that you were going to do it. Like, I feel like I'm just unemployable. I just am not cut out for working for other people, right? So I can totally connect with that spirit, that entrepreneurial spirit. 
All right, let's talk about something women can do today for their own healing. So I know the women listening to this, you know, their lives are busy. They've probably got a couple kids, whether, you know, it's younger ones or in our experience, we have an older set and a younger set. So do you have any practicals you can share with us today for like the busy mama? What's something she can do today for her own healing? Absolutely. Yep. Glad to. I think first, one of the things that I have just been petitioning the Lord for is, Lord, I want to see your word come to life and heal women. And, you know, your word is living and active and I want to see it come to be right. Like I want to see it come to pass and, and I'm watching it. I'm watching it before my eyes and just sitting in awe of him. So one of the ways that I believe that women can heal, I think first it's to acknowledge that there's something going on, right? We are busy. We're busy mamas, whether, you know, whatever stage of life you're in, we're busy women and called to so much. We wear a lot of different hats, but as things kind of trigger, that's kind of the way I address it with women and encourage them to be mindful of things that might trigger, like something that just kind of hurts. Like you just know like, oh, oh, that kind of got hurt close to something, ouch. When that happens, and if we're talking about healing, what I encourage women to do is take Psalm 147.3, which is the bind and heal verse. It's Lord, bind and heal that, whatever that is, because I believe that is the beginning of where we're cultivating healing. You know, we're churning up the soil and bringing out new things so new seeds can be planted. So I believe that the beginning process is to acknowledge what's going on to kind of go, oh, that kind of hurt, kind of got close to something, kind of triggered. Uh, that's kind of more of a, a term I think people are familiar with, kind of triggered something for me. It got really close to something. It kind of hurt me a little. When that happens, that's when I just ask women, I just invite them and encourage them to ask the Lord right there, Lord, bind and heal that. Show me more of what I need to know there. So I would definitely start there. Of course, there's other things that you can try, but that is like the first and I believe probably the most effective thing that we can do. Uh, There are other, of course, small little things that we can teach even um, through a podcast, which is so amazing. I love how God works. But that I think is the most powerful because that's the one that's going to churn up the most soil, right? Like that's the one that's going to start to allow you to get a little bit deeper about what really is underlying in this, what's really going on. But we got to start getting it churned up. If we just ignore it, it's just going to remain or get worse. Like if you broke your arm, you would not just sit there and not do anything about it. We're going to go seek help. We're going to go get the help we need. Well, when our hearts break, we need to do the same thing. We need to go seek help. And so often we don't, we ignore it or we're busy or there's no time for that. Well, I think in the midst of life, God can be right in that, right? Like he can join us right in the busyness in that moment of, oh man, that just hurt and, and go, it's kind of like breaking my arm, Lord. What is that? That that hurt. That got a little close. So I just invite women to go right there. That's great. Very practical. I think, you know, for moms that are maybe walking around, I feel like we all do this, like I'll deal with it later mentality of <laughs> got to keep moving, got to put my head down. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. Right. So we think we're going to deal with it later, but usually it just gets covered over. And so just being aware of that trigger, like you said, or that offense, you know, Mm -hmm. taking it to scripture. And you mentioned Psalm 147, three, and just asking, you know, there's a wound there that he wants to heal. So I, I love that practicality that you just shared. Okay. So you just ran a 10 day love yourself challenge. Tell us a little bit about how that came about and what the inspiration was for it. 
Well, and I, <laughs> that one came out of nowhere. I mean, that was so unexpected. Um, it came out of two conversations that I had with two different friends. And we were just chatting about some of the things I was doing. And what it ended up being were, it was 10 days of almost like mini counseling sessions for women. And we addressed different different topics, but it literally came out of nowhere, which was so Jesus. It was <laughs> so Jesus because yeah, there's no other way to explain it. But literally it was just the things, it's the things that I do daily with women and it just kind of came together. And one side note, and I will, I will definitely address this, but one side note, and I think practical for so many of us as moms is the Lord really laid on my heart that this was not to consume me. And this was a huge undertaking. The more I got into it, the more I was like, oh my words, this is so huge. And, and yet I knew God just kept saying, you're just going to live life. Just keep living life. It's going to be like the manna I'm going to give you for the day. And I was not to prepare ahead of time. It was going to be the manna for the day that he gave. And whenever he gave it, then I was to deliver it. And one night it was not until nine o'clock at night. So I was not super excited about that, but it was just the right amount. And it was a real learning lesson for me, that piece of just being obedient to carry out and not try to work ahead of him, you know, because that wasn't his heartbeat. So trying to connect with that. But I think for women, I just, I want to make sure I mention that because, you know, it's so easy to get consumed with everything else about us. And sometimes the, the Lord is just like, here's just enough for today. You know, like you don't have to go forward and go into more. So definitely feel like that is a piece of the pie for me in this. As far as the 10 day love challenge, I mean, we defined loving yourself and what that meant. And then that led into a whole bunch of other things. So each day was new. One day was about healing messages that women hear, self-hatred, uh, spending time in that. And what does that look like? And what does that mean? And do I really have that? And kind of defining it and truth was another day like accepting truths and protecting that we're called to protect ourselves and it's not a defense mechanism like this is different we're called to guard what's entrusted to our care and we are also entrusted to our care we as women are entrusted to our own care and are we protecting ourselves or are we leaving ourselves vulnerable uh, rest was our seventh day of course um, just seven seemed perfect for rest and and living out in his rest and what does that look like and what does a sabbath day rest really mean for each individual another day included gentle body image like oh man oh man do we get that wrong so much right so many of us another day included the approval of others and then finally we wrapped up the whole series on forgiveness and forgiving ourselves uh, but I would definitely say that as it wrapped up, that there was an overshadow of repentance and forgiveness on, on almost every day included in that. So it really wrapped up being just, I think, a beautiful definition of how we're really called to love ourselves. That sounds phenomenal. <laughs> that really gives this idea of what healthy self-love can look like. Can I ask why, I guess, in your experience, think that so many women don't love themselves? Like, how does this happen? When does this disconnect usually start? It's a great question. And I, I mean, of course, we're individuals, so it's going to happen differently for each individual. But I think, man, for women as a whole, if we looked at the whole population, I think those adolescent years are pretty 
tough on women uh, for young men too, of course, but um, we start to get into the body image and issues that come along with that. We start to hear messages that are not in line with what he speaks about us. So it's knowing his voice and knowing his messages versus the world's messages sometimes too. I think it's those things, those little hurts, right? Like we hear something and we get stuck on that one thing and then it's hard to move past it. And it's just, you know, like I said, it is individual, but as as a whole, I think in, in early adolescence is when we start to see that happen. And women as a whole, I think, you know, I, I don't want to exclude men, but if I, I work with women primarily and just watching women be their worst enemies sometimes, and that I think just must grieve the Lord so much because I think, man, there's a lot of brokenness there, so much brokenness. And and the Love Yourself Challenge was based out of 1 Corinthians 13. So it was really just pouring back into women what his word says and and kind of redefining what that looked like, you know? So when it, wherever stage that it happens, wherever stage that breakdown occurred, wanting to be come in there and bring in truth and offer God's healing. And I think that's just his heart. Yeah, that's good. So, and we're just going to kind of wrap up here with a few more questions, but your specialty is then working and counseling women, adolescent through adult from a faith perspective, walking them through lots of healing, lots of prayer, your clinical pieces that you have woven together. Would you mind sharing what you offer for equipping women to become all they're created to be? Yes. I thought this was a fantastic question. That's such a great question. Absolutely. For me, the biggest pieces are, I make my sessions individual. They are based on his leading. Start with prayer and pray throughout the sessions with women. And I base things on truth, right? Like I want them to hear the truth of his word, but I want to base things on their reality that is true. So bringing about healing and really specializing in his healing and allowing him to heal. So letting the Holy Spirit guide these sessions. There are clinical components, of course, because we want to add those pieces as well. But I really believe in in the biblical foundation of God is the great, Jesus is the counselor. So I'm going to seek him and his heart for these women and be passionate about that and help them become all they're created to be. So that means healing them up and then helping them walk out in that destiny of the joy that he's created them to be. So super exciting to watch women get set free and just like almost like activating them. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you for sharing. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? The easiest places to find me would be on my website at www.blueroompublications, like blue as in the color, Blue Room Publications. That is our second business and our publishing company where you can find all my information there. Other places would be on Instagram. I'm probably there more than any other place for social media. So Instagram is Rebecca underscore Dawson five and at Facebook at Rebecca Dawson. So those are my places to find me. Awesome. Okay. One last question for you. What is next for you in 2021? Oh, super excited to say that the Love Yourself Challenge has become a course. And probably before the time this even airs, it will be a course available to women and men, but to women. And then I think yet this month, I'm going to run a second challenge. And this challenge will include true femininity and kind of confronting the 
the lies that are out there about femininity and bringing back a godly perspective on that truth and just purity of what femininity really is. I think it'll be a shorter challenge, like five days, but that's that's kind of in store for me, of course, counseling and just going wherever God leads. So just want to leap into whatever he has. So definitely excited. That is very awesome to hear. I was thinking like, oh, she can run her challenge again. <laughs> so creating it into a course and that way anyone can tap into that whenever they feel led to. So, well, thank you, Rebecca, for sharing your time with us today. I just want to say a blessing over you and what you're doing, that God continues to go before you, that you're able to step in as that voice, confirming voice of truth for the women that he brings you, just that as they become to step into that identity, that they're just eyes to see, ears to hear the truth that he has has for them, that they don't feel a pressure to feel prepared or have control or trust in themselves, but they can really surrender their hearts to him and trust in him. So Mm. thank you. Mm. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.